along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another outstanding episode of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation, as not to be confused with Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition or Ghost Chronicles International or the Ghost Chronicles. So there you go. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, the amazing. With me all the way from East Bridgewater, the land of the tornado, is the blonde <laughs> bombshell herself in Carrigan. Well, good evening. How are you tonight? Yeah, some good. tornado, huh? You're compl- I can't believe you actually complained because you didn't get a freaking tornado. I'm not complaining. I'm just the thing. I'm. I'm. Well, sure it bothers me is like the it. amount of hype. Oh yeah, you always get that. It's like freaking snowstorm. You get. Oh, we're gonna get a major snowstorm. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, and they we live got, for that. Yeah, I know. It's just a little. It's just a little ridiculous. That's all. Well, Rainham got it. Whatever. Rainham got it. It's touchdown in Rainham. It did. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh. Well, excuse me. You didn't hear about I'm the solar activity either. Paying attention. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Sorry. I'm just, you know what? I, my Skype finally opened. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's nice to know. Yes, hey, also, also joining us now is someone who we both know, believe it or not. <gasps> really? Yeah. In fact, we have gone on many adventures with her. And she is the author of Medium Rare and a member of the New England Ghost Project, Leslie Martin. Leslie? Hello! Hi, Hello. Leslie! <laughs> I'm sitting here just being so quiet, not saying a word, and now I'm like, woohoo, here I get to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, there, may, there may be a uh, delay because of Skypes, but I don't know. But anyways... Um, and didn't know about it. Maybe somebody else doesn't know about, you know, Aurora Borealis, which is uh, being seen all over the freaking place because of all the solar activity. It's a pretty cool thing. Otherwise known as Aurora Borealis. Is that what you're trying to say? That too. <laughs> ah, oh, now I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, Les, did you get to see it by your house at all? Because you live by the lake, which I imagine would be a good, good sight of blind. I was out earlier taking pictures of uh, the sunset and the moon. I didn't know that the Aurora Borealis was going to be seen. And then someone told me about it on Facebook. I was like, oh, i got to get out there. So I headed north, and it was cloudy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, darn it. So I darn. So there you go. They would have been uh, some cool photos if I had gotten those. So do you, do you know if it's supposed to happen again? I mean, yeah, it's supposed to happen tonight, to actually. Line? Oh. Yeah. Well, it's, when it's, I get off the phone with you, guess where I'm going? <laughs> There is a tremendous amount of solar activity, which causes, you know, the uh, the uh, charged particles and all that crap. But anyways, uh, it's exciting. But anyway, uh, also, uh, did you see that now you were and was in the uh, the red zone for the tornado yesterday, right? 
Yes. Did I you believe so. did you see the strange sky, the pink sky, or the any of the strange skies? I did not see a strange sky. Some people around here were saying it looked green, which yep. they say is like a indicator of possible tornado precursor. Uh, precursor, but I did not see a green sky. And I mean, I had literally just run out the door to get you know to grab my dinner when it started to uh, come down in buckets and. That was about the time that everybody's phone was blowing up and with the tornado warnings and everything. And uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think anything looked. It didn't. It just looked like a thunder and lightning storm to me. Typical. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And it was windy. Yeah, we, had, we, we were also like, under a tornado warning yesterday, um, and a very nasty storm moved across Lake Winnipesaukee, but it never quite hit where I live. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I took everything off the deck just in case. You know, yeah, I did too. Anything <laughs> blowing through my window. But uh, it didn't come, and the winds didn't blow, and I had to lug everything back out onto the deck. That's oh, right. that's a shame. That's right. So you know, it's, it's kind of you, climactic, it's, but at the same time, it's it's a blessing in disguise, right? Yeah, I know. I know. It's just the hype is annoying. Yeah. Anyway. That's yeah, all. and you and I, you know, we're girls. We're girls that like action. You know. <laughs> that's right. You know, little fun stuff, like tornadic activity would be fun for us. (laughs) As long as it didn't mess up my yard, because it didn't. That's right, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Doesn't want to knock over the the, the lawn gnomes and stuff. Right. Speaking of of action, we have actually uh, gone several places together and had some great experiences. Uh, You know, like the uh, roller skating rink in the Collinwood. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of cool places. Uh, yeah. Which has been interesting. But um, Leslie is also working with me on this thing that I started, which is the Red Light Seance. Uh, we do the first Tuesday of every month in uh, VZ, up, uh, where Spirit Quest is going to be held at this year, actually, as it was the last three years. Uh, so, Les, how many, how many sessions have we had so far? We started when it was winter, and now it's June. So quite a few. Um, <laughs> when did we start? We start in February. Yeah, so probably about five, five or five-ish, six-ish, maybe. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. At least and the first, the first one that we did was at um, Circles of Wisdom, and there was a lot of traffic going by, and a lot of people on the street, and a lot of noise everywhere, and. Um, but we didn't get what we're looking for with the red light science is like physical mediumship, and that was more just of oh, your aunt Betty's here, you know, sort of mediumship. Um, I think everyone got a message that night, except for Pat. <laughs> and uh, then we moved over to the VC estate. And since we've been to the VC estate, um, things have been moving um, in different directions. Like one night it was a full moon. We're like, all right, it's a full moon, and it was really kind of quiet. But other mm-hmm. nights we've had the tables moving and we've had, you know, audible noises around the, um, but what do you call that? A chapel, the, uh, break room. And, Mm -hmm. uh, it's been interesting. Um, we felt the floor moving, you know, like boom, boom, boom underneath us. Um, footsteps behind us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we've also heard knocking on the walls as well as on the table. And, um, so it's, it's moving along. Um, it's different every session. Um, there are different people at every session. I think that the new energies bring in something new every time. We've um, had spirits visiting 
from that belong to the VZ estate, and we've had people bring people in. So it's been a nice mix, and um, it's always something different. Right. Uh, the interesting thing about it is, um, you know, you don't know what's going to come in. Like last time we had it, uh, I believe it was last time. Is that we had the the Jewish fellow come in, warning us of uh, impending danger? Oh, oh, wasn't that? That was the last time. Yeah, we had a spirit who was a um, a camp. I can't think of the word concentration camp. Um, not survivor. He died. He perished in a concentration camp, and he was warning us that there was going to be an attack, and I believe by ISIS um, on England and London. Um, I believe within this calendar within this calendar year, um, hmm. and it, he said history was going to re- be repeating itself and um, to be prepared. Okay. How do you prepare for that? You don't know when it's coming. We know it's this year, but. Yeah. But see, the uh, I wish there was a way where you could like have them, you know, tell you what you want to hear. But it doesn't always come through that way. So. But see, the interesting thing about it was that, you know, it, it was really different because we had that fellow who manifested primarily by using the table, uh, although you did get messages as well, but uh, it, he used the table a lot. And then we also had uh, the husband of somebody who was there come through. Uh, basically, you, uh, Leslie, do you remember that as well? Oh, um, this past time? Yeah. Yeah, this, this past time, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, he, he told me that I had to, I just felt like I had to hold her hand with the woman sitting next to me, and I had to hold it. <laughs> and what, I told you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, that's okay, that's okay. And then all of a sudden, I, I just started talking to her um, about how, he wants to kiss her forehead, and he, he, I was holding you in bed, and, and she started crying, and she's like, he did, he held me in bed after he passed, I knew it was him, and Aww. so we have, we have family members coming through, and we have, you know, validating moments where people really feel touched, and they know that it's their loved one coming through, so I can't, you know, guarantee what's going to come in, I don't know what's going to come in, but we have quite a variety of uh, right. things happening. I mean, it was so dramatic. You know, it would be awesome if, if, if someone who has been to one of the red light seances who is listening could call in and tell us what they think of it. If anyone's out there listening, that would be great. Oh. Why? Why? We only got one line. Why would you say Why would you <laughs> oh, even I'm say on that? It? Yeah, that why it? would you even say that? <laughs> and, and you're it, but we could boot me because I did finally get on Skype. So. But anyways. No, I'm, uh, I'm not the techie. <laughs> But it was so dramatic for her that we, Jim uh, Stonia, who actually uh, monitors the seance, uh, we had to actually send him out to get uh, tissues because she uh, she oh. was so moved by the uh, spirit that came through, and she started crying and so forth. Aww. Yeah. There was also um, another time when um, there was a woman sitting next to me, and um, I got this special education student come in, and I asked her, are you in special education? And she said, yes. And that night, we had the FLIR camera, and I was saying, oh, my God, my hand is, the, is so cold. I could feel your, your pinky is the only thing that's keeping, you know, the heat on my hand. And um, this, this uh, person came through, and I said, 1920, and she's like, yeah, yeah. And she started to cry. And on the FLIR camera, was it you, Mom, that was going around with the FLIR, or was it Jim? It was Jim. 
And um, they they could see her tears coming down her face as I, I gave her the messages from the... Uh, oh, my so God. Her, I'm going to call her a little girl, but her student that had passed. And, uh, yeah, Aww. that was a touching moment, too. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's better than interesting, right? I mean, and we also had someone who Ann and I knew as well come through, oh. which was uh, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to get into that too much on the air because that's kind of a personal thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you, you don't know who is going to come through with these. Uh, sometimes it's messages for the, the people who are sitting in circle. Sometimes it's uh, spirits from uh, VZ. Uh, sometimes it's uh, <laughs> a Jewish concentration survivor who's warning of impounding dead. And so we don't know. And uh, what? And what? Impounding dead? Impounding dead. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Impending doom? You got it. See? All right. Look, I speak Kolek. <laughs> Ron, Ron. It's a Ron, Ronism. I speak Ronisms. Yeah, you're hysterical. That was I gotta awesome. write this stuff down. Oh, please don't. Oh my <laughs> God, I can write a book. Uh, uh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking about books, uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I, I do want to mention that uh, SpurQuest is going to be. Uh, September 18th through the 20th up at VC this year. And uh, and you're going to be going, right? Yes, I will. Will you be doing your, uh, what do you call it? Henna. Henna, yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, you're also doing a, a presentation too, right? Yes, going to do a little presentation on witches' graves. Oh, cool. Ooh, yeah. Very cool. Mm. I can't wait to attend that one. <laughs> I hope I can live up to it. The best thing about being there is, um, you know, when everyone's attending things, you can attend them too because everyone's attending things, so you don't have to, like, hang out and, and worry about, you know, servicing people because they're, they're busy. <laughs> unless, unless, of course, uh, they have an appointment and then you're doing readings or something. And speaking about readings, for right. the first time this year, this young lady uh, who is with us, Leslie, will be doing readings as well. Yeah, I'm going to step up to the plate, I guess. I'm going to do some angel card readings, so I'll be available um, um, all day. So. so that's going to be kind of cool. Again? The 18th? I don't even know. I haven't even written it down yet. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, Kelly Spangler, of course, uh, Salem Witch is going to be there. She'll be doing readings as well. And um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Roxy Zwicker from New England Curiosity will be doing some readings, I understand, as well. So it'll be kind of cool. And I know I'll be doing a presentation on the Bell Witch, which is near and dear to my heart. And, Mm -hmm. of course, uh, we're doing the blue. favorite story of all time. Yeah, it is. And the Blair Witch Ghost Hunt, uh, which is going to be exciting. I'm, I'm psyched about that. So that's going to be fun. That's a, a, What's that going to entail? Are we going to go outside in the woods? Yeah, it's just like the – that's why it's called the Blair Witch uh, Ghost Hunt because, of course, the theme of uh, Spirit Quest here is witches and ghost hunting. So yeah. um, Kelly Spangle will be leading a, uh, a witches team and uh, will also have a muggle team and – 
they'll be going out. And one of the trails that we'll be going on is called the Ghost Trail, and I didn't name it. That's the real name of the the uh, trail, uh, and it's really cool because it was it was named the Ghost Trail because this gentleman would be seen on the trail, and then you would go for a long while, and then all of a sudden he would appear in front of you when you left him behind. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, we also have vendors there. Uh, I know that uh, Chantel um, uh, will be there, as I think, as well as... Uh, Who's going to cir- be there? I missed that. Circles of Wisdom. Circles of there. Wisdom. Ah. Yeah. And um, Leslie will also be there selling Under things the as well. Yeah. Oh, but, we're going to uh, have something new and exciting, too. I think Ron wants to introduce... Well, yeah, I'm going to le- I'm going to let you introduce the introduction. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. I'm dying to hear this. <clears throat> well, Ron has been well. He's world renowned for his oh. special blends, and so <laughs> Ron and I are teaming up together, and we are going to bottle his special blend, and it will be for sale Ooh. at Spirit Quest. And possibly um, in other areas, like on the internet, maybe we haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, but but that's it will what we're debut at Spirit Quest. I will debut Spirit Quest. Woohoo! But uh, for and years, you're not allowed it... to drink it, even though it has Jack Daniels in it. So. <laughs> yeah. For years and years, people have been asking me about. Uh, where they can get it, uh, because it's in Ghost Chronicles. If you read Ghost Chronicles, the book, you realize that that's uh, we use that quite a bit. Uh, so, and and in my lectures and everything, I always mention it. So people have been asking me about it, and finally I broke down and I teamed up with uh, uh, Leslie to uh, now bottle this brew. <laughs> so uh, you're selling it. <laughs> <laughs> you you asked for it. You got it. He's got a little still in the backyard. <laughs> well, we'll see. A little sip, making sure it's brewing correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh my god! Th- this year, I am making an effort uh, before the world ends to uh, to answer a lot of this, uh, you know, requests from people who've been asking me for thirty years. So this is why I also started a blog, of mm-hmm. course. And if you go to RonaldKolick.com. Uh, you now can hear my blog. Well, see my blog on there, and uh, wow. it's, it's been a hit so far, actually. So I'm, I'm excited. There's been a ton of uh, hits on that page. Awesome. And comments too. And you are you linking f- that blog to Facebook? Because I have not seen it. No, you have to go on. Yeah, to my there was website. a link on Facebook. That's how I found it. The link to it. Yeah, but yeah. there should be a way that you can link your blog that it automatically posts to Facebook every day. Oh, well. <laughs> you should look into it. No. Have you posted more than once, Ron? Well, I have the initial one, and then I just did the one on uh, mediums, uh, the ethic and mor- moral uh, implications of what mediums tell us. So oh, that's, the, that's the one that I read. Yeah. And that is a very interesting um thing for people to read and rush right over there and read it. Mm. As soon as I'm done with the show, I'm going to have to. <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, it's something was bothering me, and that's what's going to happen. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to say on my blog, and, you know, it's, of course, 
the, the question I was wondering, though, and maybe you girls can help me, is how often do you blog? Are you supposed to blog? I have friends who blog every well, day. Really? I yeah. blog when the spirit moves me. <laughs> I like there you that go. Now, I was always concerned about that. I mean, I, I you know, I want to think about things. I don't just, you know, that's what we have Facebook for to blog yeah. for all the crap we we talk about. What we but have. I think you should. I think you should blog at least once a week if you're going to have a blog. Yeah. You should have a set day of the week. Like you're going to blog every Thursday. Okay, that's that's good. I, I like. Uh, that's why I put suggestions out there. Uh, I'm doing these things because people have asked me, and uh, you, you guys are people, so now I know. Thank God. Well, I think people like consistency. <laughs> We're people le- less. Toast. Thank God. Please. I know, right? I was worried there for a minute. <laughs> you may be fe- female people, which is another problem, but that's another story for another time. Yeah. Hey, so we have, we have a suggestion in the chat room from Nate. Oh, which is? He says, uh, if this is going to be about witches at Spirit Quest, there should be a session where a group should accuse people of things and then make them do ridiculous things for punishment. <laughs> I love Nate. There you go. Nate, I love him. <laughs> See, he I, says, I, I, for, for example, I could accuse Anne for, for being blonde, and her punishment would be to stand on one leg for a minute. Mm-hmm. Watch me fall over, I guess. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny that Nate should mention that because part of the uh, dining with the dead on Friday, there will be something similar to that. That's going to happen. Ah, that, 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 so, see, so he's, he's got his psychic Nate, abilities flowing. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> uh, so that that should be fun. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I've, I've had a lot of requests from people, and and uh, of course Steve Parsons coming back over, and uh, he'll be talking about. Uh, Yeo, Yeo witches, which is the English witches. You know, they killed over hundreds of witches in in uh, England, and we've we lost what twelve in the U.S. Yeah, I know, right? You know, so but we're known all over the world for Salem and the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. And speaking about, uh, of course, uh, Salem night tours will be up as well. Uh, Great, coming up. Yep, and so that we're going to get we're going to get into the history of. Uh, witchcraft and, and some of the ghost stories from Salem as well. So that'll be kind of cool. It'll be lots of surprises. So I'm really psyched about it. Cool. One of the other things, and I might as well mention it now since I'm talking about Spirit Quest, is that we will also be doing a special uh, witch board session. Uh, with a replica. A witch board or a switch board? No, witchboard, not switchboard. <laughs> that that would be. Wasn't, from it, wasn't it you that was talking about the spiritual switchboard mm-hmm. with Anne? Was that? Was yeah, that that's, you guys? yeah, sure, okay. A spiritual switchboard? Like we can remember yesterday, Leslie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You, you forget who we're talking about. You forget who we're talking about. But anyways, uh, this this session is going to be kind of cool because. Um, Basically, it's a Ouija board session, of course, but mm-hmm. it's going to be done on a replica from uh, the movie Witchboard, the 1980s cult hit uh, Witchboard. So we will be doing a Ouija board session or a Witchboard session with a exact replica of the Witchboard used in the movie Witchboard. There's a lot of Witchboards in there, I just noticed, but whatever. Neat. So that's going to be really Witchboard? cool. 
Yeah, Witch Boy. Oh, Go witch. look it up in, uh, on the uh, – oh, I'll have to dig it up and post it somewhere. But, uh, yeah. So that's kind of cool. That would be cool. Yep. Uh, so anyways, uh, I know we're coming up to the break and we're going to have to say goodbye to Leslie. But uh, Leslie Madden, you have a website? I do. And it's LeslieMarden.com. It's www.leslieymarden.com. And there are some articles up there, some really cool photos. If you go back into uh, the uh, older posts, there's some really cool things in there. There you go. And I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my candles, and it's positively brilliant, making infused candles. I love that. Mm, and I love that. they're awesome. They smell awesome. I burn mine at home all the time that she gave me. Mm-hmm. I actually used one the other day to prevent my roof from leaking, so uh, <laughs> all that positive energy. Did it work? It. Yes, of course it did. <laughs> See, you stuck the candle right in the hole. No. <laughs> many, many uses, many uses, right? I, I remember, you know what's funny? We, we talk about that, and, and we're just about two minutes to break. Uh, I remember taking uh, Reiki with uh, Elizabeth Foley, and one of the things she told us that you could actually do Reiki on your uh, gas, over your, your gas uh, tank, and you'll get better mileage on your car. Ooh, I got to learn that. You, you can Reiki anything. You really can. Mm-hmm. And if you send it out, you can make the um, the lights turn green before you get to them. So try that nice. one. Nice. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that's a Jedi mind trick. I use that many times. <laughs> These lights were green. But anyways, uh, speaking about Reiki, uh, one of the cigarettes of brilliant, uh, what's the name of your Candles again. Positively brilliant. Right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about them before we get about 30 seconds? No. Um, I I infuse the wax. While it's heated, I put the sacred Reiki symbols right into the wax, and um, along with prayers of positive intent. So it all gets into the wax. It's completely infused in the wax. And then when you burn them, you state your intent, and um, you always do it in a positive way. So you can use yep. the candles for anything that you want. There you go. Oh. And speaking of on my positive intent, that's right. So we're going to say goodbye to you, Les. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you both again. Bye, okay. Leslie. It's nice to hear your voice. Yeah. <laughs> You'll listen to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation, and Tojanet, Parex, both General and Beyond. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome to Talkinet, radio with a cutting edge. 
the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Go. <laughs> okay, bye. No, don't talk. No, don't go, go. Oh, well. <laughs> that went well. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Uh, there you go. So anyways, uh, we lost Anne temporarily, so she will be back shortly in one form or another. But joining us now uh, is uh, the lead investigator for Berkshire Paranormal and someone who I've known for a long time, uh, Josh Mantello. Montello. Hello. Is it Mantello? How are we doing today, Mantello. Ryan? It's Mantello, right? Mantello, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. Always, I don't know. I always look at it, and I think I said it wrong. So, I mean, that's... that's. So, anyways, uh, welcome aboard. Ann, you with us? Ann? Nope. Okay. So, anyways, um, Josh, of course, I've known for, God, about 15, 16 years now, at least, somewhere around there. Yeah, it, it, it's been a while. I mean, we've been on, on this journey for a while now together. <laughs> and uh, you, of course, uh, used to run the uh, the Hooten Mansion and, and, and take care of the paranormal stuff that was going on there. But now you're working with a, a new place uh, called Bedford Hall. And recently, uh, last weekend, I guess, you, you did a uh, legend trip event with uh, Jeff Belanger and the boys from uh, Spooky South Coast. Yeah, we did. It was, um, it was uh, their first time getting out there and actually investigating the place, and uh, the first time that uh, a lot of them have ever, you know, seen, you know, this enormous mansion. And, you know, we had 40 people uh, show up for the event, and everybody had a really good time. Uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, a little bit of activity around the building. Uh, and, you know, it was it, it's great to get out and, and experience new places with new people and, and see people getting you know, some of their new paranormal experiences in, in, in these different places. Hi. You back? I'm back. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. So, some, hi, Josh. For some reason, my, um, I, my, I could hear you, but my microphone was not working. So I don't know uh, what's up with that. I got to mess well, with that. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh-huh. Yeah. So actually, and uh, you and I, uh, uh, did our famous uh, our rendition of what was that place? Downton Abbey up there at Benton Hall. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was great. It only took us like eight hundred takes, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Benford Hall was gorgeous. That mm-hmm. that was a great spot. And uh, Josh, did you ever see that the uh, Benford Hall one day? I did. 
Yeah. Oh, cool. I did, uh, actually, we, yeah. I believe I, we went out, and um, I think at the uh, Ghost Chronicles TV show there, um, I think I saw some of it there. Oh, cool. Uh, but anyway, so this past weekend, as I mentioned before, you did the Legend Tripping event. Um, how was the activity that night? Uh, you know, it, it was it wasn't as active as as previous nights, um, unfortunately. But it wasn't without its its, its activity of its own. Um, it was a little bit more widespread, and we did have some people walk away with some experiences. Uh, you know, particularly uh, in you know in the in the basement in the third floor, which you know anytime I guess any old mansion when you're in a in a basement or a a more rundown third floor of any building. Um, you get you get a little bit more things going on, but uh, we had a handful of people actually doing some communication via a Ouija board um, with a spirit that, that almost seemed French. Some of the words that were coming out um, kind of had a didn't really make much sense. But um, somebody who spoke French said, I guess they they kind of lined up with some French words. Um, really, I don't remember them exactly to it. I don't remember them exactly to a T. Um, I know some folks down in the basement, uh, actually, I believe, you know, Tim Weisberg actually, uh, experienced it as well as this experience took, uh, it was, it was experienced simultaneously on two separate floors, but they, the people in the basement saw like a set of legs walk up to one of like the cellar hole windows and, you know, <clears throat> thinking somebody was outside, but in reality, when they really looked, there was nobody outside yet. At the same time, someone up on the first floor thought they saw somebody walking across the grass. Um, you know, wow. concerned because it was on the way and kind of dark, and, and you know, and they wanted to go out and they went out to go see this person. So, you know, who are they wandering around the ground? Um, there was nobody out there, so it's kind of something that two separate groups on two separate floors of the building were simultaneously experiencing something. Uh, you know, and then you know, like you know, any any building that always kind of has it. it it's regular, it's regular hauntings. It's regular things that always kind of happen. Um, there were a few people that were experiencing kind of that. If you, if you guys experience it, and I know a lot of people have the, there's a very strong floral perfume smell that uh, in, encapsulates parts of the buildings at certain times. We had a few people experience that, um, you know, and it, it was funny. It was one of the first ghost hunts I've really been on in a while where people weren't circled around a K2 meter trying to talk back and forth with it for a while, which is refreshing because that can get kind of old and boring after a while. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people were actually out trying to, you know, experience things more physically and more audibly and visually instead of just kind of doing the yes and no answers back and forth with a K2 meter, which, you know, you see a lot of times at some of these, you know, ghost hunting events. So, you know, it was, it was definitely a good time and, and a, a lot of fun. Hmm. Did that... Uh... I, I know that when we were there, we had the experience with things being tossed. Was any of that uh, occurring? Unfortunately, no. Um, we didn't. I, and it's funny because that's where I spent my entire night. Um, we, we ghost hunted. We investigated for four hours, and we, the myself and the other, and you know, you know, I don't know if you call it professional investigators, guest investigators, whatever you want to call us. We're all um, kind of stationary, so myself and Jeff Belanger were uh, located on the third floor for the entire four hours of the investigation. And the third floor is where we've had, um, at, I've had at one occasion, small pieces of ceiling tile thrown across the room. And then 
the night that I was there with you, a, a penny um, kind of whipped across the room at towards me. Um, Actually, I, you know, I was so there for both times. Spent, that's right, you were. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, and yeah. either way, I, I, I spent four hours in that room, and uh, nothing, no, no throwing. Um, you know, that first night we were there, the night the ceiling tiles were getting thrown, somebody mm-hmm. was actually, we had people getting touched in the leg. Um, you know, and none of that it was nothing really overly intense. We did have a couple people feel, uh, in one of the floors, say they felt like a finger rolled down their face a little bit, um, mm. but nothing as intense as, uh, ceiling tiles or pennies getting chucked across the room or <laughs> that, that last time, that last time we went and we actually had the chair kind of move a couple inches oh, on cool. us as well as if you remember that, um, it was like a large freestanding closet, hope chest type thing. They actually had the doors kind of rattle and open up a little bit. You know, you know, it, it's something different every time, and it was it was it was active. I just uh, you know wasn't I guess as active as the uh, as previous adventures. Mm-hmm. Have they yep. made any more headway on the um, restoration of uh, Ventford Hall? I know they were still of working. Of course, on it. Uh, every time you go. Every time we go, it is it's it's a little bit better every time, um, you know. And they're they're chipping away as they can with the funds that they get. You know, they're they're you know you know these ghost hunting events, the you know their tours and, and private functions are really what are you know driving the restoration process. But some of these restorations cost thousands of dollars. Right. You know, they're they're not easy restorations to make. Um, you know, for instance, I. Uh, you know, when I went in, one of the the guides was very excited to tell me about how they got in some of they got back some of the original stainless silver sconces that hung on the wall. Oh, really? Um, back mm-hmm. from being cleaned and refurbished, and absolutely beautiful. I mean, the you, these fixtures couldn't glow anymore with how you know bright and shiny that silver is. You know, just imagine an entire room or building. You you know, with these things lighting up their room, it would be amazing to look at. So, you know, they're, they're chipping away piece by piece, getting what they can with what they have for funds. And, you know, in the long haul, I mean, it's going to be an absolutely amazing, you know, awe-inspiring location. I mean, there, there's parts where we we went two years ago and could barely walk around because it was, there was so much clutter um, that's now just cleaned up. It, it's nice. It's spotless. It's, it's really making, making a lot of headway. You know, they're, they're definitely making some good work. That's great. I mean, it's such a just such a historic place, and I mean, it it would be a shame not to, you know, be able to bring it back to its former glory. You know, share that with everybody. Right. Yeah, and 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 that's what they're really trying to get to. You know, and they got a good bunch of people working there, and, and you know, they'll they'll definitely get it. I mean, they saved that place, and mm-hmm. and they're pretty determined to get that back to a uh, a beautiful mansion again. Mm. Hmm. I remember, uh, I think it was the last time we were there, we were up in, there was like a a nursery, a child's room or something, and there was a uh, gentleman who was just sitting there, and all of a sudden he started crying. He just became, do you remember that? Yes, yes, he did. I do, I do remember that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately they have that nursery room kind of um, cordoned off right now. They have an exhibit in there they want. Um, to be left alone, but uh, oh. you can walk by it still. Mm-hmm. Mm. Josh, I mean, I, I've seen that before, and, and I've actually experienced it before. Why do you think 
uh, people uh, begin to have this emotional uh, outbreak, I guess it's called, uh, sometimes in ghost hunting? Uh, you know, I, I, I think it can be two things. And, and part, you know, my, my brain kind of functions on two levels when I ghost hunt, uh, when I investigate. Um, I, I, part of it functions scientifically and, uh, you know, logically, I guess. And the other half is thinking metaphysically and more spiritually. Um, you know, the, the scientific half of my brain, the part that wants to maybe think, you know, what's going on is I, the spirits are energy. That something, you know, that energy is very overwhelming to the body. You hear a lot of people talk about when they have their first ghost encounter, when they their first touch, their first near spirit. You know, their body does a lot of weird things. They feel nauseous. They feel drained. They feel tired. Um, but who's to say that energy isn't manipulating your emotions at the same time? Your brain doesn't know how to react to it. It's not something that's commonly around. And you know, um, just you know, for instance, you know. It might be a kind of a reaction. The brain doesn't know how to react to the stimulus that's being given to it. You know, it, it's a new type of energy. It doesn't know how to read. Um, you know, but, you know, thinking at it from a more um, metaphysical, more spiritual standpoint, you know, these spirits could be coming from a very sorrowful, very bad place. They, they could be very sad spirits. Now, these spirits have, could have been wandering for 10 years to hundreds of years um, trying to portray something. And, you know, they, they found out that they can't talk. They can't talk to us. We can't see them. And the way they can portray their message of sadness and sorrow is by physically manipulating our emotions, by somehow getting into mm -hmm. our physical being and, and to portray their message. So I would be more adept to say maybe one of those two. Um, you know, what, what about what about uh, like a residual energy? I mean, sometimes we walk into a place and we have, uh, you know, we have fear. Uh, we feel, you know, nervous about something. Or we'll, we'll come to some place and we'll feel elated. Uh, we have those feelings that, you know, that we can't say is associated with a particular spirit or or anything else, but it may be associated with the a place. For instance, uh, the Coconut Grove uh, nightclub fire, where so many people died. Uh, mm -hmm. I have heard so many people's people uh, uh, stories from people who have gone to what well, basically the building in the in a parking lot. What don't they know nothing about what was there, and yet they're overcome by this this grief or, or terror. It very well could be. I mean, who's to say that, you know, the excessive energy of that event, the, you know, the absolute tragedy of it hasn't permanently impacted that location, you know, in a way that that gives, that gives off that negative effect or, you know, any sort of effect, you know. <clears throat> and, you know, or it could be at the same time, you know, the spirits of the people who, who who died in that tragedy. So, right. you know, but, I mean, there is a lot of thought. I mean, you know, I would think, you know, maybe a location that experiences, uh, you know, a large amount of joy at any given one moment, you know, maybe uh, a chapel that has, you know, a lot of weddings, a place that where people, you know, where, where good feelings happen just as often, you know, maybe, you know, people have that same effect, you know. So it right. could be, you know, that, that space, that area, that fourth dimension, whatever has, has been impacted by that tragedy. Right. Is that a kind of crazy? 
I, I would agree with that. And I, I, yeah, you know, I think sometimes even just, just a visual, something like purely ordinary, uh, visually could strike you and just for whatever reason bring you back to a time that was maybe emotional for you or happy, sad, whatever. I mean, it might even be, you know, a mantle on a fireplace. You know, I grew up in a house. Oh, I mean, it, you know, I mean, just something could strike you and just set you off. Bang. I mean. And I think everybody's experienced that. I mean, right. uh, visually, yes, but I'd be willing to bet if you pulled the general public, mm-hmm. every person has a song that they have heard at some point that brings right. them back to a certain point in their life. Sure. You know, they hear that song, and it reminds them of a certain day. So that's mm-hmm. an audio cue that that triggers a certain memory and emotion in your in your body. Why can't a visual cue mm-hmm. or another unseen stimulus, you know, sure. you know, do the same thing? Yeah, there's so many things that can touch you emotionally, and you know, it's hard to say. It could be any of the above. I think. Do you do you think we all have? Uh, an empathic ability somewhere in our brain that that uh, is is the trigger device for this. I mean, not the trigger device, but the receptor for for this. For instance, a song or something that it brings us back. It's empathic. It, uh, or do you think it's? I just, think so. I think. I think so. Mm. I think everybody has it. I think yeah. you know every person has that ability inside their brain. Um, others. Some people are have practiced it and are more in tune with it than others. You know, your psychic, your, your psychic mediums, your sensitives have worked that muscle, have trained that that part of the brain more than somebody who hasn't. Just like any part of the body, the more you use it, the more proficient you are at using it. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we also have another announce, announcement, and that is that. Uh, my good friend Josh, the lead investigator for the Berkshire Paranormal, who's been on TV many times. <laughs> How about you, Josh? I had a few different runs on a few different shows or a few different appearances. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, we'll also be coming to Spirit Quest as well. Yay! That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And yes, I am, I am extremely looking forward to that. <laughs> cool. And uh, I've had some... I, you're bringing someone with you as well? Absolutely. Um, my partner in crime, our fiancé, uh, travel partner, Chantel, will be bringing, will come along with me. Um, she runs Metaphysical Corner, um, which kind of deals in, you know, some of your more metaphysical and spiritual type of things. Uh, we're loading up on a fresh batch of some really awesome dowsing pendulums and uh, stone wraps and some really cool uh, actual crystals, uh, you know, that for those of you who have been to events that I've been at or events that you know, you're familiar with. So um, we're kind of refreshing our what we have, and we're going to have some great cool stuff there. And, um, Beautiful. I got some cool new equipment that I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing out over to, uh, what is it, is it VC, VZ? Sorry. BC, I BC, whatever you right. want. I, you know, I never got Hooten Houghton mentioned, so what the hell? Are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to going out there. <laughs> I think that's awesome because Chantal has a beautiful uh, gemstones, beautiful jewelry, 
um, pendulums. I bought pendulums from her. She always has something that I just absolutely must have. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of vendors, so I'm, I'm excited. It'll be a, a potpourri of stuff for people. And I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, but uh, Leslie, was, we bring in her uh, candles and so forth and, and introducing a new line of protective spray called my special uh, blend. <laughs> Van Helsing Ooh. special blend. Oh, it's a spray, huh? It's a spray? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. See, you read my book, huh? <laughs> Is it like Axe? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm excited about it. But uh, Josh, I mean, you've been investigating, and what, what do you think is perhaps the most interesting thing that you? Uh, I'll ask you two ways. What What was the most interesting place you ever investigated, and why? Oh, boy. You know, I, I've been around a lot, you know, and, you know, obviously I've unfairly been balanced, um, you know, over to the Houghton Mansion. I spent a good decade of my life, you know, investigating one location. Um, yeah, boy, you know, you know, you know, that place will always, you know, hold a very, you know, close for me and, and just by... Even let alone the, the the work and effort that was put into the location, but the amount of activity that was consistently happening. So I mean, it, it it was a it was a place that no matter how many times I could step through the door, I could I could find a spirit and get some sort of activity. Um, and you know, I've been to a lot of locations. You know, Ventford's active, and I've had some activity at Ventford, but nowhere near to the consistent level. Um, I've done a, a handful of private houses. Uh, you know, with some. Some great experiences, experiences that surpass what I experienced in 10 years at the Houghton, but not, not to the consistency, to the almost on call. I could, you know, I could almost say, hey, guys, come here, we're here, and they would show up. So, mm-hmm. you know, that has to be the absolute, just, you know, that was the, the creme de la creme, you know, for, for what I've experienced so far. But I got, hopefully I got a few more years left in me to, to keep trying at this, and maybe we'll get some more great locations. Right. Now, Ian, I'm going to ask you the same question. You've done a lot of investigating. What is perhaps the most interesting place that you investigated and why? Oh, the most interesting. Um, well, I still would have to say, well, the, you know, the most interesting place that I've ever investigated is a place in East Bridgewater called the Carver Cotton Gin Factory. And they used to make parts for cotton gins. Um, and it is just this big, rambling, tumble-down, old factory. I mean, there were parts of it that, uh, you know, all the floors, three floors had, you know, fallen through. Oh, wow. uh, You know, top to bottom. And, but there were still, like, pieces that had not fallen through. And um, the story behind this one spot was that a man had been, you know, fatally injured by a piece of machinery that had, you know, severed an artery, and they were carrying him to the nurse's station. And we could get to the part where we could look out, and it was on the third story, and we could get to a part that was still safe and look, you know, out onto where that floor used to be, and the only part of that floor still standing there was the nurse's station. Oh, wow. Everything else, 
had fallen through. So you could see right through down to the basement. And um, it was just, this this place was, it, it wasn't highly active, um, but it was terrific to investigate. I mean, just the stories, you know, that particular story from there, and, and, and visually the place was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so that, that was a particular place that I really enjoyed uh, being in, and, and the whole atmosphere was really creepy. <laughs> so, the uh, you know what we were asked that that same question to uh, everybody on uh, Ghost Corner Morning Edition, and of course when it came to my turn, uh, you know I've investigated hundreds of places, so it was it's really hard to think about. But I, I always have to go back to, and I actually got stuck with two, and I kind of changed my mind after I gave it. But the old manse uh, was really really good because the old of the. Is cool. The physical stuff that happened there, and then I had to go to that's the original one I took, and then uh, I changed it and went to Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse because uh, I've seen so much and experienced so much there. We're not even looking for it; just doing my ghost tours and and not looking for ghosts at the time, and and seeing a full body apparition and and everything. So, it's mm. I would say uh, to me the most interesting was uh, Portsmouth Harbor and the uh, the fort. You know, it's funny too, Josh. You must talk about the Houghton Mansion. Is that uh, I saw a full body apparition there at the same time as well. Oh wow, that's the yeah. Uh, pizza from the dead. Yep, that's the go uh, no, no, pizza from the dead's here. So we got to go, Josh. That just blew by. I want to thank you so much, and I look forward to uh, working with you again up at uh, Spirit Quest on September eighteenth. Through the twentieth, I uh, I can't wait. We're we're really excited. I can't wait to get out there and work with you guys. I always have so much fun. Mm-hmm. Oh. And if if somebody wants to get we'll a hold of you, Josh, how can they do that? What was that? I'm sorry. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how can they uh, find out more about oh. Josh Mantello? Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, that's pretty much my my primary thing right now. Um, I'm kind of in between web pages, so you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the cool social media things all the kids are using nowadays. Um, <laughs> other than that, um, I'll have a web page up probably in the next month or two um, that you'll be able to visit. But obviously, it's not there now. <laughs> well, thanks an awful lot for coming on the show, Josh. No problem. Thanks for having me, Ron. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Josh. We'll see you in September. See you. you too, Ann. I can't wait. In September. <laughs> Don't sing, Ron. Don't sing. <laughs> okay. So, uh, thanks for, for tuning in. And remember, if you want to check out any of our events, go to anyghostproject.com. The letter N, the letter E. No. <laughs> the letter N, E. Ghostproject.com. <laughs> Very good, Ron. Very what the hell? Good <laughs> You just had a little, a little brain, brain pop. And if you want to check out, check out my blog, go to ronaldkolick.com. So there you go. And you can always join us on our Facebook page, which is what, in Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. Woohoo! Woohoo! There you go. Our next, uh, Anne is going to be coming up here uh, uh, next week, and we yes. are going to be doing uh, some special, uh, shooting for an upcoming show so on location shooting stay tuned for that so there's the tunes we gotta go so thanks for listening everyone tune in uh next week and good night and god bless
Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next week. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.